Hey guys, and welcome to the first ever episode of Don't Trip. I'm super, super excited for you guys to hear this. It's taken me a long time to sort this out with editing, talking to people. It's been a whole palaver, but I've absolutely loved doing it. Um, today, through the power of the internet, I'm talking to um, Holiday Jello, who works at Origin Tattoo in London. She's amazing. So let's just jump straight into the podcast. Is being recorded. We're recording. Hi. <laughs> Hi. So, um, first, the first question I definitely wanted to ask you was, so your name on Instagram is Holiday Jello. Where's oh. Where's that come from? Like, what is the story behind this? Oh my god. Um, I get asked this all the time, which is really funny because some people actually think that's my name. <laughs> And I'm like, holiday is not like a first name. Like, it's not. It's not a real name. Or so people call me Jello. But um, I follow some people on Instagram whose names are like Tender Brussels Sprout and Lizard Milk. And um, oh, love that. Like yeah, weird ones. And like I've always re- I've always remembered them because of it. Yeah. Um, whereas if it's like, I don't know. Sandra Smith tattoos or whatever like yeah. it'll just go right over my head so when I made it um it was just completely random like yeah. I just thought of like something that people could remember that didn't make a lot of sense I love that I feel like because what I was thinking about it and I was like what could it mean like what is the hidden meaning behind it and then I was like it might just be like random it might be a random thing but yeah it's no, literally it. nothing you remember it so it works so that's again, exactly like, what you need yeah, but in the UK, um, you guys call Jello jelly. <laughs> so, like when I'm like back in Canada saying holiday Jello, everyone knows exactly what I'm talking about. But when I'm yeah. here, everyone's like Jello. Can you spell that for me? Can I'm you like, just... <laughs> I kind of exactly I knew what it meant. I feel like I feel like I knew what it meant, but I you're one of the brighter yeah. ones then. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> that means a lot. <laughs> um, so, like, if we jump straight into sort of like tattooing and stuff, like, what? got you into tattooing like was there sort of like a key thing that pushed you into it or Uh, it's hard to say because I've always done art like I've always drawn and painted since I was like a little kid yeah and it got to a point in my life where all I was doing was getting tattooed and like my friends were tattooing and I was just really inspired by tattooing all my Instagram feed was tattoo artists yeah um, I was just like, you know what, I should just like, I should just do it. Cause I, I yeah. avoided kind of getting into the arts as a career for super long. Just thinking, oh, maybe there's like an alternative route for me to take. But then mm. at the end of the day, it's just always been what I've done. So I ended up like yeah, sticking to my it. roots. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. That's yeah. I mean, it's nice that you've had sort of like friends doing it and other people doing it sort of like to influence you to do it because I was going to ask you what was like one of your sort of like big influences so would it be like the people around you and sort of like the people on Instagram sort of posting stuff is that like your main influences I kind of I mean it's it's kind of a hard one to say because um when I first started getting tattooed like Instagram wasn't that big of a thing Mm-hmm. For for artists especially, so I wasn't really following anybody. But whenever I went in to get tattooed at a studio, after I talked to the artists, that you know at the time were still drawing on tracing paper, there wasn't Procreate and all that yeah. shit. They were really like inspiring. And then as I got older, the more I got tattooed and the more artists that I met, they were just the ones that really kind of drilled it in me that it was like the most cool, creative 
kind of work to do. Yeah. But then Instagram blew up, and now you can... Oh, I follow yeah. people from, like, South Korea and, like, I don't know, Nepal and stuff, and I'm like, what? I can't believe I can, like, see what you're doing, and it's do it. sick. Yeah. It's a great platform. Like, there's... I think there's a lot of pros and cons when it comes to Instagram. Like, I think, especially with lockdown and stuff, like, I found that... I see a lot of people doing stuff like they're drawing or they're doing like paintings and stuff and I go I'm not doing anything like oh I'm actually just laying in bed just watching tv like pigging out like putting on a stone and it's that pressure that's like oh my god you need to create something like Ugh. you need to do something because like everyone else is like don't even get me started I um behind me I have one two three I, I bought seven canvases Oh, did and you? like like a stack of paints last lockdown and I was like I'm just gonna spend all my time like yeah. being creative and I'm like oh, I can't actually be fucked yeah like, <laughs> uh, there's Honestly. like too much going on to put that much pressure on myself yeah and that's the thing I think like it's that pressure that you're like okay today I actually need to do something and it's like well I don't want to <laughs> no, <laughs> or I don't feel I mean, inspired to like Sometimes, like, I'll have days where just making it to the shop is, like, my accomplishment. Yeah. It's like, pat yeah. on the back. <laughs> you yeah, got well out done. today. Yeah, done something. <laughs> yeah, I think that's, like, a, a big thing, though. I think with, like, lockdown, every little thing that you do, which is, like, better than the last day, you've got to take that as, like, a win. Because I think, you know, people are different. Some people, like, thrive in all of this, like, lockdown thing. Like, they're starting things, they're doing like creative things all the time but I think for some people it's like I know for a lot of people like a lot of my friends they get up in the morning they go I don't want to do anything like what's the point like there's no point but it's just kind of appreciating like the small wins like taking every little thing that you do as like a as a win instead of like making it uh yeah i've definitely had some losses though this lockdown because i keep mm. trying to um i keep trying to dye my hair and then oh, really? un- and then bleach it and undye it so i've n- i'm now stuck with like this ginger patch honestly and, like, i've been there it's black at the bottom brown at the top Ugh. honestly i when in the first lockdown i decided to bleach my whole head like oh, my yeah, whole entire br- yeah, it was so bad. It was so bad. Did, and, um, do you watch Brad Mondo videos? Yes. Oh my god, I did. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's the way. That's how I'm gonna learn. I could be a hairdresser. That's fine. And then literally, we all have like, that confidence. Oh, and I was like, okay, it's gonna work out. It's fine. It can't not work out, surely. And I just, oh, I did it. And I, I looked in the mirror and I just went, why? Why did you do this? It's just, and my whole hair was like, I had ginger patches, I had brown patches, my roots were like platinum blonde, but like it was, oh I was like, oh yeah, we'll just put pink over it, it'll be fine. No, it, it looked terrible. <laughs> it looked so bad. And I just remember getting, was in bed, just laying there, everyone was coming in one at a time, like, you okay? I was like, no. My I don't really think so. I'm ugly. Just leave me alone. Yeah, it's funny to think that I have the patience to like dye my hair five times, but I don't have the patience to like paint something on yeah, a canvas. Honestly, I find it's the weirdest things. Really. To, yeah, I find the weirdest things to do, and then I say to myself, yeah. "You're you're finding the time to do this. Why the hell are you not doing something productive, like and doing something?" Yeah. But I think or like plucking kind of, my eyebrows like five times in one day just because. Honestly, like, why not? <laughs> something that do. <laughs> it's something to do why would you not that's the thing like I think the first the first lockdown definitely like I started off like 
drawing loads and loads and loads and forcing myself to do like two bits of artwork a day and I was enjoying it and then yeah. it literally got put to a month where it, like it'd been a month and I went do you know what I have nothing left in me I literally can't even pick up a pen like I just and then for the rest of the lockdown I didn't do anything and like I worked in another studio back then and I had a lot of pressure from them kind of being like you need to be doing everything to try and progress you need to be drawing every day you need to be doing this I want to see what you're doing and there was that constant pressure of like you need to do something and I really struggled with that like yeah. I think it's just like being trying it's not to force up you. to them to decide how I yeah, know it's not up yeah. to them to decide how creative you are yeah and that's the thing like I think I I don't know if you remember but I actually came so I came to um because you work at Origin and I actually came to Origin yeah you, you got tattooed by Chris yeah so I got tattooed by him and in the first session um because I'd never been tattooed by him before but I've always admired his work and he had like a slot come up I was like yeah I'm going so I when I went there, I was talking about sort of how things were in the studio that I was at. I'm not going to name the studio's name because, like, Ugh. no hate, <laughs> but kind of a bit of hate. But, um, yeah, they just, the way they were was just, like, not right. Like, I wasn't getting paid. I oh, wasn't I get- Chris told me how, like, what yeah. um, kind of percent you're on, which is literal just... It, just taking advantage of you entirely like that's yeah. ridiculous and the ne- the negativity as well like i'm one of them people and i don't know if it's just me because i'm over emotional but i can't take criticism very well and i oh, know i'll just cry <laughs> yeah literally I, th- I don't know what what it is i'd literally just cry um and yeah i just th- there'd be times where literally they'd say to me like the guy who like trained me he was like oh look i made you cry again like or like he'd be like oh, it's just completely just not caring insensitive about. yeah and he's like this is the industry that you're in like people are going to be horrible to you and it's not it, that's not necessarily true like no I, I think it's completely different to be honest than than yeah, that i i think maybe like back in the day when things were like more traditional and it was all about like traditional apprenticeships and you know sailor jerry tattoos and whatever maybe it was like tougher then yeah but, like, for sure if, if you're surrounded by um the right people and the right artists they just like they're just gonna want to big you up and like exactly. help you get better help push yeah. you forward I think that's what was kind of like the problem for me like I found like I was kind of stuck in a bit of a rut because I was like all I'm getting is negativity like and I don't thrive off of that I just get I just beat myself up about it and um I think that's oh, like, yeah. it's like that for a lot of people but like yeah I think where people have actually learned themselves if they've had quite a tough apprenticeship they 100 percent most of well most of the time 98 percent of them will like train someone else like that because they feel like that's the way that it should be done but i really don't think that's like the case like i mean no that's so old school yeah and i think that's what it is it's that old school mentality of like tattooing's a hard industry people are just going to be horrible to you you know you've got to be prepared to you know take loads of like comments and stuff and it's like no it's so funny because like well you've been to origin if you've met nick and matt who own the studio they're like not tough at all like they're (laughs) they're not hard they're like the funniest like goofiest people yeah there's no animosity in the shop there never has been we're yeah. all friends. It's like that old kind of mentality of tattooing's dead. 
yes yes and I think that's what's like that's one of the things I was gonna like say to you for sure with like the vibe of the studio I loved the vibe of the studio like the atmosphere in there was great like the second time it's so fun yeah like the second time I went in and because Chris had told everyone that I'd left this shop that I was at yeah he he said, oh, I put it in my group chat and they were all so happy that you left. Yeah, everyone's like, yeah, she's like, she did it. Yeah, and yeah. Like, it, was, it, was, it was really nice because it was like, oh my God, all the, like, all the, everyone was saying, oh my God, congratulations, you're the girl that left. Yeah. Like that. And I was like, oh my yeah. God, it, that's me. Yeah, I did. And um, it yeah. was so nice to actually be supported by other people like in the industry and not kind of just been put down for it. And it completely changed. Yeah, like, no, we're... When you think about the tattooing industry as well, like it's it's really small. Like all tattooists kind of know each other, and yeah. there's only X amount of shops in each city, and we kind of yeah. have like our own little community. What like what's the point of um, having any like animosity or hate or like yeah. a bad taste in your mouth? We're all in For it sure. together. For sure, definitely, and like. I I think I mean unless you're an asshole, but yeah, exactly. (laughs) I think there's some people. Yeah, I think there are some people like that, and that's the thing. Like, I like in the other shop I was at. I think so. Sometimes you do get treated for being like a woman. Like, if you're a woman in the industry, like I don't know how like it was for you, sort of learning and stuff. But for me, it was really kind of like it was like you shouldn't dress like in sort of like any revealing clothes or anything because that's like that's you trying to just like make yourself an instagram like tattooist and you don't actually want to learn how to do it you're not here for the art you're like here for the notoriety yeah and then it's like no like i have instagram because that is one of the biggest platforms for a tattoo artist to use and yeah it's not all about that kind of yeah and it's it's that thing where it's like you're a woman so you're obviously going to try and get more popular and like i posted a picture of myself and i remember um ttt ism they reposted um a bunch of because i had quite a lot of tattoos from a lot of big artists and it was on their collector page and i remember i posted it um and i got loads of likes for it and then my boss was like no like that's just because you're a girl like look at you like you're a girl so you're obviously gonna get loads of likes and like it's just just gaslighting but you know also like tteism like collective and like the whole kind of um Sangbla like empire mm. uh, is like is is really big and it's like international so for yeah, you to for be sure. like posted on something like that is like actually quite a big deal so i don't yeah, know why exactly i don't know exactly. why anyone wouldn't big you up like that's sick yeah honestly it's that's the kind of like i think that's the kind of thing you get sometimes i think for me personally like although all of this like stuff from like the past in other shops and learning and stuff it's been like hard like i've had it's, it's been a hard time but now i appreciate everything so much more because um, mm. i'm in a night such a nice studio like everyone around me is so supportive all the time and it's just okay. so nice because it's like okay this is what it should be like and i think that's what i really wanted to get across to people is like you don't have to be in an apprenticeship where you get treated like rubbish and no. like you got taught in that really old school mentality kind of way yeah you know, like, it's, it's funny, um, so I did my apprenticeship at, it was a new studio at the time, and it was all female. Oh, was it? Yeah, and you'd think, they stood for, like, pro-feminism, pro-woman, like, um, you know, get the, push the toxic masculinity out of the industry and, like, let women mm. kind of run their own path. 
Um, and I thought it was all about that, and it ended up being almost like the opposite. They were pro-women, really? but then they became, like, anti-men. And oh, okay. It was, like, a Too really kind of... way. Yeah, and it became a toxic environment at the end of it. And even though I wasn't being mistreated for being a woman, mm. I was just being mistreated as a human. Yeah. Yeah, that's and, not right. um, no, it was it was such a weird environment, and that's when Nick and Matt actually found me in my um. Well, I knew Matt uh, before, but I, I hadn't even finished my apprenticeship. But I'd like told them what was going on at the studio I was at, mm -hmm. and they were like, "We're opening up shop. Like, come, come join us." That's great. And yeah. now that I work with like majority of guys, it's like way healthier of an environment. It just yeah. goes to show that like even though there is toxic masculinity, there's also some like vile women in the industry it, yeah i can 100 percent agree with you 100 percent. i think it's finding that balance of like like you you kind of like empower each other you're not kind of like shut down by any men but then you're not kind of saying oh you're a man so like yeah i'm better because i'm a woman because it's that's not the case at all obviously that's not it either yeah um but no i think it's i think it's important to be like around people who really um kind of build you up big you up like i always see all of you guys coming in on each other's photos you're like oh my god this is so cool and like fucking you just, sick this yeah. is awesome <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> and i think that's so good because it's just like you've got like this like group of friends like it's not just like who you work with it's like a group of friends and you all have the same interests it's like the best kind of group of friends you can have you all do the same thing like and yeah we, we really are a, a group of friends we love each other's art and like yeah. we love each other as people so that's why, so important like, why not show it just be kind yeah. show love yeah you're um so when i posted about you coming on here um liam from your shop he said so liam ryan is that his, that that's yeah. his name is it? yeah he was like oh yeah, um, yeah. tell her to mention me i want to get on there and i was like <laughs> i was like okay and he said but tell her to say nice stuff though because you know like she knows too much about me yeah <laughs> liam liam's a g um yeah. shout out to liam ryan <laughs> he did my shout he did out. my knuckles he's oh, he's cool. great with script <laughs> oh yeah Joe, i've seen a lot of his script and it's crazy like i um i when i was at the studio he um he looked at my my knuckle tattoos as well, and he was like, "I really like them." I went, "Oh well, my old boss did them," and I kind of, you know, like, he's mm, an asshole. And he goes, "Well, they're good, but like, we don't like him." So <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, we don't." So, but yeah, no, like everyone in the sh in the shops always been so nice and so friendly. So I think it's a great great shop. So I definitely uh, that's what I wanted to bring up with you because you the shop itself is just such a nice environment so anyone who's looking for a nice studio in london it's definitely definitely a place yeah, to go hit up origin the yes. cool thing is that we all um all of our artists do something like super different like no yeah. two styles are the same yeah definitely that's that's what i love about it and because you, it's such a mix mix of styles so because you do a lot of like illustrated work and stuff don't you like yeah um floral stuff and then courtney does like that them trad kind of bangers and um yeah. like matt does his stipple shading it is always so nice. amazed it's always amazed me and i just yeah i've oh, always, the thing, always the thing with matt though at the studio i mean i love him he's amazing he has a wait list that's like super long right yeah and yeah. um 
if he ever gets a request in that he like doesn't want to do or if they're like desperate to get it done it's like it's passed on to me because okay. I do like black and gray and mm -hmm. sometimes someone will come and be like I want um, like a lion's head morphing into like a landscape scene with like mm -hmm. script and Matt will get the email and he's like I'm like he forwards me the email and I'm like fuck no like I don't want to I don't want to do that either pass it on to somebody else so I get just stuck with a lot along. of like the second-handed ideas yeah oh bless you yeah no I am um, I used to get I used to get that a lot um I'm trying at the minute do a bit of everything I was the way I was trained was to never turn down a piece of work and like yeah. they I was always made to do everything but like I feel like once you settle into a style and it, you're better at it, obviously if you if you want to single out that kind of style and make it your own, why not? Like I I like to yeah. do like a few different things, but there's still things that I'd be like, you know what, I'm just not comfortable doing that. So like, totally, someone else can have that. Like, but I mean, I love doing trad stuff. I don't know if you've done a lot of like trad stuff or if you like doing trad or not. Not I've not really done it because um when I first started. I was really lucky that um, people wanted my designs from kind of the get-go. Yeah. So I kind of I kind of took on whatever I was given, but the progression of me just sticking to black and gray and sticking to like what I do now was mm -hmm. just like supernatural. Like I didn't, um, I never really got into a lot of color work. Mm -hmm. Neither have I, to be fair. I I. I don't mind doing the odd bit of colour, but I feel like it's just, it's not as, I don't think it's as popular as it was, like, so many people just want black and grey, or just, like, a hint of colour, like, a bit of red in it, or something, yeah. like, I, I don't tend to do colour tattoos, I feel like they're, they're, they're a very, like, specific, like, niche, some people just will only do colour tattoos, mm. and I and think And then they'll go to, you, like, a colour artist for that. Exactly, exactly, so I think that's, like... I leave it to them. I'm like, you just, uh, colours just not my thing. I'd rather just do black and grey and, and just illustrated. Yeah, um, definitely. And considering I've good. not been tattooing that long, like, the fact that I'm, I'm booked up is, like, kind of a blessing. Yeah, I think, like, London's such a great area. Like, I have never tattooed in London before. So I've just, like, tattooed, I've tattooed, like, near London. Um, but not actually like in London. Um, I've always wanted to do it, but I've always heard things from people who actually work outside of London and go into London to do maybe like a guest spot or oh, yeah. you know like to work something else. That they like it's it's a lot like more. It's a lot more busy. You have a lot more artists in the studio. It's like more of a oh, yeah. like in and out kind of thing. Like whereas it's so different. Like. Because when I get tattooed in London a lot, like I will always like tend to go to London to get tattooed. Because some of the biggest artists, obviously, are in London. Yeah. But I've just like in the studios that I've worked in, it's weird because we don't really do walk-in. Like before, I did in the other shop, I didn't really do walk-ins. Like it was all bookings, and it was all like there was only two artists in the shop. Like, and to Wild. me, it was yeah it was really weird because i just never had loads of people around me to kind of bounce off of and i think that's so important like oh yeah it's really important to kind of have that i think um also have people to like look over to for advice yeah like definitely. Some, sometimes i'll go over to um because i work with so many people i'll mm. have like an an issue or like a design flaw and i'm like oh i don't really know how to like overcome it and mm -hmm. i can go to 
like so many different people for like different opinions instead of having to figure it out on my own. Yeah, I think that's so important. I think like whatever problem you have, there's someone there that's gonna know how to help you. And yeah. I think when you're in a studio with not many people, that that's one of the biggest issues I think there is because there's just... you get stuck in your ways and like yeah. they might not always be good. Yeah, and you could progress by doing something that they they're doing like that's so much easier or you know like yeah. just found a better way to do something and I find you just you really just don't get that if you're in like a small studio with like like I literally in the first studio I was at it was me and the person teaching me like there that's was crazy. no one else yeah it was literally just us and then we, we obviously had like a piercer and stuff but like we were the only two tattooing and it was just so it was so weird because like all the studios I'd been to had so many artists yeah. and the atmosphere was so much better and since moving to this other studio there's so many more of us everyone's like oh like what do you do for that or like they come over and watch they're like oh my god like that you do it like that and I'm like yeah and they're like oh I'll try it like that like and it's, yeah, it's nice try this you pick up thing or... yeah 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 definitely totally. And um, I was always like, they said to me, don't use rotaries. I've always used coils, which is such an old way of I doing it. I love a it. coil. I love a coil, but I was never allowed to use rotaries. Like they were like, oh, it's so hard. You can't outline really? a rotary. Yeah, yeah honestly, you can. I know. And literally <laughs> there's so many things that like, I, I think some people stop you from doing just as like, in an old school kind of way. Yeah, they're just preventing you from progressing in your yeah, own kind of way. You've got to follow the times as well, don't you? Like everything's yeah. like they have they have like tattoo machines now that you don't even have to plug into anything. Like oh my they're God, just those are wild. <laughs> they're crazy, and it's just like it's like I'm you're using that like piece of like futuristic like equipment, and I'm yeah. using a coil that was made like years ago like people but, using these years ago but then again chris like is such a good example of um how none of that really matters because like you see he does like really big pieces like full body pieces oh yeah with like heavy black lots of stippling and dot work he uses a bunch of different coils yeah. and like especially if he's using like massive mags to like um pack in some black but he also uses like the cordless the yeah. light one to do stippling because it's easier on his wrist and you don't need so much force. Exactly. So it goes to show like there, there's different tools for different reasons. Like there, there, you shouldn't be like shunned for using one or yeah. the other. Yeah, I don't. That's the thing. Like I don't think it matters. Whatever you find works better for you. Yeah. Use it. Do you know what I mean, like if you want to try something else, try something else. Like I don't think there's there shouldn't be anything stopping you from doing it. But I think there's some old school artists that are like like coil is the only way is you can't use them rotary things oh yeah loyal to the coil loyal <laughs> to the coil exactly so yeah i think there's it's just a lot like i feel like that that's like i mean i might be wrong but i find that it was like the old school like male artists which like really drive that to like yeah that's what we use like we're not like because we're not like yeah, we're not yeah. pussies. Like we're not. Yeah, we, we're good. Yeah, we're hard tattooists. Yeah. Like it's <laughs> exactly. like, come on, grow up. <laughs> it's a machine. Like yeah, just, it just yeah. Like you, well, however your tattoo comes out, like as long as it's good and it's clean, it doesn't matter what you've used. You could use yeah. whatever you like. Like it's whatever like saying, works for you. It's like saying that um, 
like you know the old like barber blades yes like the, the skin skin razors or whatever it's like those hipsters that are like oh if you're not using like an old barber blade then yeah. you're not doing it properly it's like <laughs> may i'm gonna shave my goddamn face with whatever i have to use i mean not, exactly. not me personally but you know what i mean <laughs> i know yeah. i get what you mean that's the fit i think just do do what you need to do you know and like it's been since like from being tattooed in london and stuff and seeing so many big artists the the range of different things that everyone uses is crazy like yeah. the ways people do things so i think that's it's it's good because i am now starting to try different things and things i'm finding easier and like i have always used a coil and that actually has done like a bit of damage to my wrists as well so, oh like, definitely and like i got to the point where i had to have like a bit of time off work because i was like my wrist is so bad like i am um, i got tendonitis and tennis elbow oh, from fuck. yeah from literally just using a coil constantly and you know like i got told that if i like did if i like started to use a rotary i'd be learning from scratch again and like that i basically need true. to stop yeah and now i've left and now i can start using all them things i'm like literally i could have saved my like saved my arm so much like yeah definitely longer. like i like i could have done something but yeah that's the old school mentality for you that you get yeah. so um but yeah so to kind of like finish off like our podcast today it's been Ooh, like episode one i know yeah. it's been so it's, it's been eventful we've had some technical difficulties but we've got there we've i'm got loving there. it it's like just being on a facetime call with your mate i know it's great i like it and i think it's like it feels a lot more natural after a while i remember at the start it was like i recorded something and then i just sat there and i was like i listened to it back and i went who is that yeah. i was like that's disgusting and i kept saying um as well i'm like um um and i was like no the, i i was freaking out before and i was going up to everyone and being like does this sound okay do i sound like a normal human or do i just sound like a robot like oh. listen to me and yeah it just it seems really weird and because i think because we're tattoo artists as well we're not used to like talking like we're just normally quiet just yeah, focusing just on our art, just doing yeah. that. And now I'm like, yeah, I want to speak to you. And people are like, oh my God, I have to speak. Especially with lockdown as well. It's like, oh my God, I have to speak to someone. And oh, it's like, I, I don't remember how to have a conversation. Like, Oh, it's like sometimes I go to like my local Sainsbury's and like them, the guys know who I am and they, uh, they always try and like chat um chat with me and like before lockdown and before i had to wear a mask i was like oh this is great like sup guys whatever yeah and now i'm like oh don't look at me like i just i'm, I'm in i want to get my lettuce and like yeah. get out of here <laughs> you know what I mean? just let me do my thing just don't talk to me <laughs> yeah. i'm minding my own business and I, can't so call, I, can't, yeah. I think everyone's like that though like i even sometimes call my friends and i'm like this just seems weird because it's not like a proper face it's not like a face-to-face -face, no. like interaction and even also, if you're what is there to talk about these days it's like oh what have you been up to absolutely nothing what about yeah, you it's like yes yeah, i've laid in bed what what's new like yeah what have I've, you watched on netflix yeah like, literally everything it's like the whole entire netflix <laughs> yeah, every has drama. been used yeah <laughs> like I've just started to rewatch things now i'm getting to the point where i'm just like i just want this lockdown to to like be done with because like i think as well it's taken such a massive hit on like the tattooing industry because oh we yeah. can't like i don't know if you saw but like they announced that they're not doing the london convention, convention anymore yeah which is so sad because it's such that's such a like 
big convention. Everyone it was the biggest the one in the world. Yeah, and it's and now it's like obviously there's there's a lot of reasons why it's stopping, yeah. but I think COVID has like taken Pushed on it over the edge. Yeah, and I think it's it's sad because it's like. They, it's the con- end of an era. Yeah, and like conventions were honestly one of the best things, especially for like, if if you're kind of getting into tattooing or if you're like just love tattoos in general. Or curious. That, yeah, it's, everything's just there. You can see some of the biggest artists from around the world that you that you wouldn't see. You just wouldn't yeah that see you look them. up to and yeah talk, yeah talking to artists having like one on one like face to face and like seeing different flash and different styles. It's like totally an immersive experience and like a real yeah. um, glimpse into what this kind of world of ours has to offer that I don't think yeah. a lot of people get to see no I think and it's like I've been to other conventions and they're all great and I and I love them and at one point I do want to do some conventions myself I've never done one and it's something that I've always wanted to do but mm-hmm. I just think it's so sad that one of the biggest ones like the biggest one yeah it's just that's kind of the end of an era now like that was such a big thing and it's just it's just, it's sad it's just so sad, sad. I know. like but i suppose it's just everything's taking a hit at the minute with with like yeah the whole world is going through the same thing it's like it's, mm. it's you i feel so personally affected by it and i feel like a lot of other people do as well um like think about you know single parents and people that have lost their jobs but um at the same time like we're all dealing with it collectively and it's yeah. we got to kind of try and keep our heads up i suppose but like yeah. the world is just in a state that it's never been in before and i don't think anyone knows what to do about it yeah. we're all like sitting down what's going on like yeah, what the just, fuck is this <laughs> yeah I, I mean sometimes i literally sit and watch like boris doing his little announcements and i'm like am i in a film i swear that i am because this yeah. just seems so surreal like that yeah we're in the matrix yeah literally and <laughs> and then you think about it and you think in years to come this is going to be spoken about as like a historic event like and we've all been through it and it's I just su- it's so weird like it's just such a weird thing i wonder when like um history textbooks are going to change and like put this in as yeah. like the 2020 like influenza or whatever yeah you know what I mean? oh my <laughs> god yeah it's it's scary to think about and like now with like everyone was like yeah 2021 like everything's gonna be fine and then it's like okay you're in lockdown for the start nah. so it's like okay i know okay. i saw a meme the other day and it said um I don't know about you guys, but 2021 is looking an awful lot like um, two dogs in a trench coat, like tra- <laughs> like disguising itself. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, it fucking is because you know 2020 was a month ago. Nothing's changed. Honestly, it's it like I think the only thing keeping me mentally sane right now is the memes that come out of it. Like, oh, they're, they're the, so good. There's just so many. Like <laughs> I've just seen so many and just been like. Do you know what? This is the reason I'm alive. <laughs> because this is the only thing keeping me God sane. bless the memes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that's one good thing you can take out of 2020 is just the memes. And I think loads of things like TikTok and stuff has just gone absolutely crazy. I don't know if you like, w- like I, uh, watch TikTok. I, or- I had TikTok for a month and I had to delete it. Um, because I was just wasting away my my life. Honestly, <laughs> I'd stay up to like four a.m. watching TikToks, yeah, and I'm like, this has to like, stop. Yeah, do you know what? I have spoken to so many people about TikTok, and everyone has said the same thing. Like, I used to sit there for hours and be like, oh my god, where has the time gone? Yeah, like I've sat here for a good two hours, at, like on this, and the only reason why I'm thinking now 
to come off is because I'm hungry. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I need some food and then I'll come back. Like, it's just, yeah, it's bad. It's bad. And the dances as well. I just like... Oh, the dances are so cringy, but I want to learn them. Like, honestly, the that is my... F- I think that is everyone's fault. It? It's so cringy and I hate it. I want to be. I want to be that person. I, <laughs> I want to do it. <laughs> I want to do the dance, but um, yeah. I, 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 I'm not that kind of person. I wish I. I've asked my housemates. I'm like, do you guys want to like learn a TikTok dance? And they're like, absolutely together. not. Like, no. Like, no way. <laughs> so I'm like, fine. I'm deleting the app. I'm never gonna make it. Yeah. I think I did like. I think I learned one like with my sister, and literally. I didn't even record it. We just learned it, and I went, "Nah, this is cringy." So cringe. Oh, yeah. I was like, "This is so cringe. I can't. I cannot even like tell anyone this has happened. The secret's Wait. out. I made a TikTok once, <laughs> but that's it. That's it. I never again." It, it reminds me of when I was younger, maybe like uh, fourteen, like thirteen years old. I remember my um, one of my girlfriends and I. We took my like little digital camera outside, and we like like learned to dance like it's raining men or something, and yeah. like filmed ourselves, and like put it on YouTube for like we had no subscribers like it, it was just us being stupid and yeah. that's now how you become rich and successful it's weird it's crazy it's, it's weird. absolutely mental this like world that we live in at the minute but I think like everyone's just doing anything that can like cheer them up a bit so good on you if you want yeah. to make a TikTok and you like own it own it exactly <laughs> I think everyone's just doing something to get by at the minute just trying to find a hobby like I bought some um some decks to try and mix music and oh, I was hell just like, yeah and but I got them and I literally went who do you think you are are you a DJ <laughs> like I literally looked at them and I just kept pressing buttons like I don't know why I bought this. Yeah, girl, I have just ordered a sewing machine. I'm gonna become. Have a, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna master my seamstressness or do whatever. It. Why not? It's like have nothing better to do than try and learn. Like I tried to learn French the other day. I not like, gonna happen. <laughs> I was literally just like, do you know what? No, I'm just not gonna do that. Oh, were you on um, Duolingo? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, bonjour. Yeah. Bonjour, je m'appelle. Yeah, it's so it funny. It just kept asking me, like, it, it kept on trying to teach me really weird things, and I just thought, I'm never going to use this in my life, ever. Like, it just seemed completely pointless, so I just went, nah, I'm nah, going to trust. Me. <laughs> I was like, I've tried this skill, I'm now going to move on to the next one. God knows what it is, but it's give gonna it a go. It's going to be Spanish. Yeah, <laughs> it would be that. I might do some like roller skating or something. Or... Gymnastics. Yeah. Honestly, why not? I was like, yeah, I'm gonna be a fitness person. Like, I was oh. like watching stuff, and then I was like, nah, nah. I hate running. I hate exercise, yeah. and I'd rather stay in bed. So I think that's how it's gonna go. But yeah, but then I thought podcast, and here we are. Yeah, filming I mean, a podcast. It's great. We don't even have to change out of our pajamas. Honestly, and I'm in, I'm sat in my bed right now. It's like you can't really get much better than that. And I think I miss the kind of talking about tattooing. Like I was so so used to talking to everyone in the shop about it yeah. and like having like inspiration because people are always mm. like working around you and like you're like oh yeah I'm gonna totally. do that. And now it's just like no, no I'm doing anything. I uh, recently got into Ink Master because I miss tattooing oh, really? so much. <laughs> yeah, it's on Amazon Prime Video, and I can't stop watching it because I oh miss god. tattooing so much. Yeah. Oh my god, I might need to. I might need to watch that. That might yeah. be next on my list. Like, check it out. It is really entertaining. I think I might have to. Um, but it's been amazing speaking to you, and I have loved doing this because I think it's so good to like 
actually talk about tattooing yeah for shoot once. the shit yeah and like just it's nice to kind of like broaden sort of like who i know in the industry because I, I feel like i don't know a lot of people and i want to branch out and like really talk to people and get kind of like everyone has such a different story about how they get into tattooing and stuff totally. so it's like good to hear from people about it and it's been great it's been great yeah, thank you so much for having me on here of course i hope my course. voice doesn't sound too like ridiculous no i'm <laughs> sure it doesn't well, I hope you enjoyed the very first episode of Don't Trip. I've loved making it. Uh, any comments you've got, drop me a message. Um, I'd love to hear your guys' feedback. Um, follow our Instagram, Don't Trip, for more information about when episodes are coming out and what guest artists we have I'm talking to. Don't Trip is proudly supported by Cold Press CBD. If you want to check out any of their products, just head over to my Don't Trip Instagram bio and you can have a look at their Instagram account, which is tagged on there. Let me know what you think.